Hey guys, Mark here from the Father Fit Academy and welcome to episode 17 of the Father Fit Podcast. We're continuing with the live recordings from my 10-day trim program. Hopefully, you enjoyed the first one. And going into day two on this program, it's all about identifying your barriers. This is a really important one. We're always going to come up against barriers no matter what plan we're facing. And eventually, these will help you become stronger because you overcome them and you can continue to build that momentum. However, a lot of people don't do this. They don't identify the barriers. They end up falling at that first hurdle and falling completely off track. And what I do in this live stream is I go through three of the biggest barriers I see when it comes to busy dads wanting to get into shape and what is stopping them from doing it. We delve deep into these three big barriers and go through strategies to help you overcome them. So again, take note of these. Hopefully this will help you. And if it does, please do let me know. But enjoy the episode and I'll speak to you again soon. Let's get into the challenge then. So as I did last night, I wanted to go into a little bit more detail as to again, why I've got you to do this barriers challenge, the importance of it. And what I've got here is three of the biggest barriers, which again, proves every intake, these will crop up at least a couple of times in most people's barriers. These are the biggest ones for me. Of course, everyone's got their own barriers. And it's also really important to understand that no matter what plan you're following and not you know what um, direction you're taking yourself, you're always gonna come up against barriers in, in all different aspects of your life. You can't eliminate barriers completely. Barriers, you know, if you overcome them and you actually plan ahead, actually make you stronger and actually make you deal with it better. Because if you overcome any of these barriers, then you understand how to deal with it and that makes you stronger and makes you more focused going forward. So barriers can actually be seen as a bit of a good thing as long as you're prepared for it. That's one big thing that people don't do. Is they, again, I was saying last night, people go head first into a new plan and just go at it for, you know, mad for a couple of weeks with no plan of action in place and they're not identifying barriers which potentially gonna stop them. They just go for it and then they hit that first barrier and then boom, first hurdle, they're on the floor and they're starting all over again. How many times have you done this? Ask yourself, how many times have you done this? You started, hit the first barrier, whether it's time, whether it's snacking, whether it's motivation, whatever. That's your first barrier, you failed at the first hurdle, okay? And that's the way that you see it. So this is why it's so, so important to plan ahead and look at these barriers because when you're aware of something like this, you become more conscious about it and you can start to be you know, more aware and you can start to be, you know, put things in place which are actually going to help you overcome these barriers. They may hinder you initially, especially if it's a barrier which has always, always hindered your progress. Um, it's not gonna just completely eliminate it. That's not the, the, the focus here. It's how you can deal with it better and how you can you know, build this momentum which I'm gonna be talking about tonight, okay? So you've really gotta think about it. How many of you put one of your barriers as time? Okay, let me know in the comments. Because for me, especially as busy dads, um, this has gotta be the biggest barrier that we all face. And I'm gonna say this right now, okay? And this might, you know, this, this, this might prick your ears up a little bit and go, hold, oh, hang on a minute. For me, time is one of the biggest excuses anyone can make. Now, before you jump down my throat and go, well, I've got this to do, I've got that to do, I've got this responsibility, I've worked this much, we all make this excuse, including me. I always use, we always use this excuse and this you know, barrier as an excuse not to do something. But when it comes to your time, and it comes down to the time that you're training and the times that you're, you're you know, focusing on stuff for yourself, it all comes back to you prioritizing yourself. That's the biggest thing. And sometimes we can't get this balance right. Sometimes life will take over and we have to accept that things will be more important at the time. But what a lot of people do is they put themselves at the bottom. and. You know, when you become a dad the first time, you know, you, you automatically put, get put at the bottom of the pile. And, um, you know, you can, it's very easy to do that because you're now providing for the family, you now got to work, you now got to, you know, 
so many different things and responsibilities come into play when it comes to um, being a dad, especially when you're new to being a dad, and you forget about yourself, and that goes on and on and on for years and years and years. And you, you know, for you to be successful, for you to make any sort of progress, you need to snap out of that. You need to realize that it is important to prioritize yourself. I'm not saying you need to be completely selfish all of the time. You just need to get a better balance. And this is the biggest thing, biggest thing. Um, so. Really, when you look at the time and the, the way that we spend our time and the priorities and the things, the responsibilities that we've got to do in our life, there's three sort of areas. Um, for those you know, that have done a 10-day trim and worked with them before, you know that we focus a lot on these, on the programs and that sort of stuff and how we can get a balance between it. The first one, of course, is, is you, your own health. Second one is your work, your business, your career. And the third one is um, your family. So there's three things. And I want you to think about right now, if you're watching this now, if you're watching um this back what order are you prioritizing them three things right now okay if you're watching now let's 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 hear it let's put it in the comments i guarantee a lot of you more than likely it'll be family at the top then business or work then you at the bottom and this is where the problem is people are at the bottom and you need to look at these three things and go this kind of needs to be switched around and i'm not saying you need to go straight at the top but you need to be definitely you know if not top second because let's face it Let's be real here. Without your health, without you being the better version of yourself, then your family and your work are suffering because you are not at your best. So you have to take responsibility. You have to step up and be like, I need to prioritize yourself. And it's not self selfish. It's not selfish, gents. It's you being a better version of yourself to help your family and to help better yourself when it comes to your work and provide for your family. Once you switch that mindset around and stop putting yourself bottom all of the time, and start to realize that you are important, that you it's okay for you to take some time out to yourself and go out on a room, go out on a walk, prepare some meals and have some time to yourself to think about with your mindset and everything. You can start to win the game with this. You can actually start to make, get, build some momentum, which is key. So you really need to look at these things. And this can be difficult, especially you know, to start with, you know, when it comes to trying to find the balance with time, with working long hours, you know, I get it, you know, it's it's difficult. You know, I'm, I, when I'm, I'm very easily get sucked in with my work, I, I, I love what I do, I love what I do as a job, and I can easily forget about myself. We all do it, and again, it all comes back down to that barrier of time. But if you let that constantly be a barrier, you're never ever going to get anywhere because you always just accept that time is gonna be, you know, non-existent for you to do nothing. But if you switch your priorities around and have a plan in place, then you can really, really work with it. And a really, really important thing um, when it comes to uh, putting a plan in place for this and what will help you going forward to um, you know, overcome this barrier of time is setting non-negotiables, what I call non-negotiables. So what I want you to think about going forward is think about your busiest week where you're literally flat out. You've got lots of things going on with the family. You've got lots of things going on with work. You're working long hours. Think about your busiest week. Then I want you to think about how many times realistically could you get out for a walk, get out for a room, do some sort of workout, whether it's 15, 20 minutes, 10 minutes, I don't care. How many times over the course of that week could you do something which is gonna help you, your health, and your mental health? Realistically, how many times could you could you do something in your busiest week, all right? Because you'll, you'll find some time somewhere, whether it means you're getting up a little bit earlier, whether it means you know slotting it in on your lunch break, Realistically, think about how many times you could do something in your busiest week. Once you've got that, that could be your non-negotiable. Because the big problem that people have when it comes to setting out plans and setting out um, things that they want to achieve is they go, right, I'm gonna go to the gym 
four or five times a week or I'm going to train four times this week or five times this week and then if they get hit by you know lots of things to do with work or family things and you only hit the workout three times that week because you said to yourself that you were going to do four or five sessions but you've hit three you see that as a failure okay because you're like oh well I should have done four or five but you're actually forgetting that you've actually done three sessions there and you know that's better than you know doing nothing at all so rather than setting the expectation too high on the week by saying I want to smash it by doing five sessions set your non-negotiables your non-negotiables being it's non-negotiable no matter how busy your week is no matter what else goes on these things are the bare minimum that needs to happen and then guess what on the weeks where you're not as busy if you do more than that it's a win because you all of a sudden have that expectation of doing a say let's say for instance doing a minimum of two sessions a week but then one week you do four. That's a win. That's going to make you feel good because you've done more than you set out than you set. So you need to kind of reverse this round. Rather than setting things too high and saying I need to try and smash it and go to the gym every day, what can what is your non-negotiables? That's a really really good way to get around you know the time element and just kind of how you see it and how you set this up. Okay. So that's the first one, time, which is always a real, real big one and a real big barrier. And it's it's not easy. It's not hard to you know it's hard to uh, to overcome this. And we're always going to hit barriers and hit times where you know on that on that um, that ladder where it comes to your priority ladder with your health, um, work, and family. That will that won't just be set in stone. I'm not saying put yourself near the top and it stays there. There will be times where health will need to come down that little bit to allow for other things going on in your life. But then you know then it needs to bounce back. You need to then prioritize yourself more once things calm down for you to then get that balance back snacking who put snacking lots of people lots of people nutrition always always a very big one and snacking especially you know kids sweet draw hands up if you're in the kids sweet draw all the time me all the time you know it's there um easily done but what snacking what snacking um is often associated by is stress an emotional trigger so you get in from a long day at work all you want is a release because you've been stressed out to the max and let me know if you can relate to this stressed out to the max at work you just need something just to take the edge off maybe a beer you know maybe a, um, delving into the, the, the biscuit tin and before you know it, a whole pack is gone you know we've all, we all do it let's face it we all do it um, and you need to understand that this is an emotional trigger behind you being stressed behind you maybe even being bored um, and it's understanding these it's recognizing these things and the biggest thing when I, when I say when it comes to your nutrition is moderation everything in moderation guys that have worked with me and have been in the 10 day trend before would be laughing now because i say this all the time everything in moderation because you know snacking it's it's always going to be there you, you know if you're trying to eliminate it then you probably do it for a week or two but then you'll start to delve in again and it'll just be part of your habits and routine so understand that you can have any food you want okay there's no good or bad foods here we're going to go into a little bit more about nutrition on on one of the coaching sessions when we do the challenge about nutrition but you know, stop stop thinking about good or bad foods here, and think about you can have anything you want in moderation. So look at your moderation. Look at how many snacks you're having. If you're having a couple of things here and there, that's not going to hurt you. If you're having a whole pack a night, then that's potentially going to be a bit of an issue. So look at what you can do. But then also, not only that, when it comes to the nutrition choices, look at the routine. A lot of the time, you associate sitting on the sofa in front of the TV watching Netflix. And you're delving into the sweet joy, you're delving into that pack of biscuits. You are associating these things that you do on an evening with these snacks, with these things that you're doing. And a lot of the time, people don't even realize they're doing it. So recognize these things. And you know, what we do in, in the program is we delve a lot into the nutrition, uh, sorry, the, the habits and routines of these and the, the kind of habit loop and all this sort of stuff 
to help break the rhythm on this. Um, because a lot of these things will be habits that have just been built up over many, many years. And you just subconsciously do it every single day without even realizing. So it's important again, okay? So snacking, it's always gonna be there. We're always gonna do it. It's always gonna be a temptation there. Don't beat yourself up if you are snacking here and there. Moderation is the key though. Right, last one. Your mindset and motivation. Again, all three of these are real big ones. But mindset and motivation, this is why this 10 day trip is not just about, right, go and eat this, go and you know, train this. It's all about this as well. And this is kind of the biggest, biggest um, you know, thing that is really for me over the last couple of years, had to really start focusing on with guys. Because for me personally as well, understanding mindset, understanding why you know, people struggle to, to stay motivated, to stay on track. So we need to focus on this. We need to focus on um, what it is that we're doing to help our mindset and motivation. And there's a few things that I um, that are, that we're doing. Let's face it. When it comes to mindset and motivation, we are our our own worst enemy. We will talk ourselves out out of absolutely anything. All right. If we can get out of not doing, you know, not going to the gym or not eating right or not going out for that run or walk that you said you're going to do, in here, the voice in your head will tell you not to do it. You will give yourself every excuse, time. I can't be bothered, I didn't get much sleep, all this sort of stuff, you will get yourself out of it some way. And it's kind of a battle in your mind to go, I need to do this. So you need to understand that a lot of the time, it's just you talking yourself out of things, which is affecting your motivation, which is affecting your mindset, to stop you doing the things that you should be doing, okay? And again, this all comes back down to calling out your, your own bullshit. What you've done today with the barriers, a lot of you have gone, not, you haven't even called it the barriers, which I absolutely loved. You've, you've labelled it, my excuses are. That's a good thing to, to see it as, because you need to call out this stuff. You need to call out your own bullshit. You need to be brutal with yourself and be honest with yourself. Same as we did with the My Why Challenge. You need to be honest with this, gents. You need to say, when you are, when you are making excuses, when you generally are stopping yourself from doing what you should be doing, you need to ask yourself why. You need to understand why you're doing this. So you're your own worst enemy. So second thing I want to focus on when it comes to mindset and, um, and motivation is uh, willpower. Now, willpower is, is what is going to get you up and going and get you doing the things that you should be doing, whether it's training, whether it's you know having the motivation to even get out of bed. And what you'll find with willpower, and a good analogy I like to use with willpower is willpower often at the start of the day is at its highest. So I'm not saying everyone needs to train or do things in the morning um, you know, to, 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 to be successful here. I'm saying what you what you do throughout the day and especially in the morning is going to really dictate the rest of your day so for me personally i'm a, you've probably seen i'm an early riser i like to get up half five six go out on a morning walk listen to a podcast sometimes i'll do a run um and that sets me up for the day um the, the longer i leave it the more things creep into my head and the more excuses that you can start talking yourself out of it and this is all down to your willpower and what you need to realize is Willpower, your willpower to get up and do something is like a phone battery. So when you wake up in the morning, um, your phone battery is at 100%. Okay, it's good to go for the day. Your willpower is exactly the same. You could do anything, and if you have the you have the willpower to do it, because nothing, you you're awake, you're you're there, you've got a full battery of willpower to take on and do what you want. What you don't got to understand is just like your phone battery, you using the different tabs and photos and Facebook, Instagram, you're sapping that battery away. It's exactly the same with your willpower. You're going to work, you're doing these different things, these tasks, you're stre getting stressed here, this has triggered you, that's triggered you. Your willpower is getting sapped. The longer you go on throughout the day, the more and more willpower is getting sapped from you. Which is why in the evening when you get home, 
from a long day at work with all these things going on, you cannot be bothered to go to the gym. You cannot be bothered to get up and train because you have literally sapped the life out of your willpower to do absolutely anything. So view it and go, you know, this could, this could spark you into going, right, that's it, I'm gonna start doing stuff in the morning. You might not be a morning person, it might not work for you. But if you are struggling to do something in the evening because you can't be bothered, because you've got no energy, because you've got no willpower to do anything, maybe you need to start looking at something doing, you know, something earlier in the day. Lunchtime, morning, whatever suits you. Think about this and how you look at your day. Awareness is so important, so important with this, okay? So think of that willpower with a battery. And the last one, one of my favorites, for those that, you know, um, have done this before, you know I like my analogies on, on how these work. Momentum, I've spoke a little bit about momentum and the importance of building momentum um, when it comes to your mindset, your motivation. Think about where you are right now. If you're just starting out on this 10 day trim, starting something new, how many times have you started something new and then fell off the wagon a few days in or a few weeks in? There's a pattern there and momentum is the key. And it's very much the same as what we said last night about motivation. Motivation will get you started. The discipline to the plan will keep you going. And it's all about, it's all about momentum here, okay? So when you get started, I want, I'll use the analogy, and again, I, I use this all the time. Momentum, when it comes to you making progress, is like a bicycle, riding a bicycle. Um, and when you start riding a bicycle, it's, it's difficult, you're hard, you've got to get that, build that momentum to keep going and keep your balance. It's exactly the same when you start a new plan, start a new journey. Get going is a little bit difficult, you've got to change a lot of habits, you've got to do water intake, you've got to get moving, it's hard, it's change. Um, but once you get up and going, so you know day three, day four, you know com coming into the end of this week, you'll start to see if you're sticking with it, starts coming a little bit easier, starts becoming part of your day, your routine. You get a little bit of a kick because you get that habit tracker, and you're like, boom, 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 I'm doing all of these things, and it's making me feel good. Now that's momentum. That's the momentum building. The biggest mistake that people make is they stop what they're doing. They get to a weekend or they get to two weeks in and they stop. If you stop when you're on a bicycle, what happens? You're fucking wobbly as fuck. It's exactly what happens with people when it comes to their journey. Is they, they stop what they're doing, they get to a weekend, they completely stop everything, and then fucking all out this. And then they're like, whoa, I need to go back into the thing, I need to go back around on Monday and start all over again. Stop stopping, just keep moving forward. One of the things we have in the groups, always keep moving forward, even if you're improving 1% every single day. Keep the momentum, keep going forward. Because as soon as you stop, as soon as you stop, Focus on your nutrition, stop them habits, stop moving, stop them daily habit trackers. That's where the problem comes in. So think about your momentum and just keep that momentum going. Because I've seen it many times and I've seen it guys that have started in a 10 day trim, gone through onto the six week program and are now continuing. They're just in the flow now, it's part of their life, it's part of what they do. The momentum ain't stopping, they've gone too far now. They're, 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 they're in a real good flow. I'm not saying it's, it's plain sailing once you get going, but. You know, when you have that and it becomes part of your, of your life, it's so much easier to stay on board.